0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Green and Blacks, a rich, smooth, and truly delicious chocolate experience. You're listening to the Irish Times Women's Podcast. I'm Roisin Ingle. Today on the podcast, we're going to be hearing from great Irish women comedians, both based in London, Alison Spittle and Joanne McNally. But first of all, I want to say thanks to those listeners who've been joining us so far for the Women's Podcast Big Night In. We've had them every second Saturday with Marion Key so far and with Deirdre O'Kane. They take place on Zoom with loads of you. There was 250 of you there for Doudreaux Kane's one. Now, our next one is going to be a celebration of our 400th episode, which is coming up next Thursday. And we can tell you that our special guest joining us on Saturday night for that 400th episode is going to be drumroll. I'm not doing a very good drumroll on my laptop here in my bedroom, but it's going to be drumroll Amy Huberman. Yes, the comedian, actor, writer and Instagram queen. The person who makes us laugh wherever she goes is going to be joining us and we're delighted. It's 400 episodes. Can you believe it? Our hair is a lot greyer, thank you global pandemic, and we've a few more wrinkles but we're still here and we think 400 episodes is really worth celebrating and we're delighted that Amy Huberman is going to be celebrating with us on Saturday night and with you. And speaking of you, we've got 10 tickets to our very special Zoom event up for grabs and all you have to do is send us a voice memo. Yes, we're preparing one of our themed episodes and we want you to take part. Now, if you don't know how to do a voice memo, just ask a kind younger friend to help. It's really simple. And in the voice memo, we want you to tell us briefly what you do or what you used to do and what you're up to at the moment and then tell us what you are most looking forward to doing when lockdown is lifted. So it could go something like this. My name is Roisin Ingle. I am the presenter of the Irish Times Women's Podcast and I live in Dublin with my partner and my two 11-year-old girls. What I'm most looking forward to when lockdown is lifted is going into a pub and having a great big well-poured pint of Guinness. The voice memos have been flying in, so do send us yours to the women's podcast at irishtimes.com or send us a voice memo by DM on Twitter at iT women's Podcast, And you could be joining us on Saturday night celebrating our 400th episode with the brilliant Amy Huberman. Now to today's episode. We're going to have a laugh. Alison Spittle is an Irish comedian, comedy writer, radio producer and actor. And Joanne McNally is another very funny Irish woman who has made documentaries and done stand-up comedy all over Ireland and the UK. Both women are based in London where, like the rest of us, they've been in lockdown. So I got them on Zoom for a very funny conversation which goes in several unexpected directions I think you're really going to enjoy it Alison and Joanne thank you for joining me on Zoom thanks for Hi. having me, Alison first of all you are very busy in lockdown because I'm watching your hashtag co-video party which has just been going from strength to strength over 50 films now and a yeah. little partnership with the BBC no less
1: yeah I don't lie about that that's uh, it's strange because um, you know new stuff is still coming out and the ways that they used to promote it are no longer there. So everyone's trying something new. So it was really good to kind of host a normal people co-video party. And we did it on Sunday for people that could watch it on BBC3. And then, you know, because most of the co-video party people are Irish, we had to do it on Tuesday then when it came out in RT as well. So it was good to tweet along with some lovely Irish riding. Like It was very nice.
0: (laughs) Um, Alison, for people who don't know, just a quick little summary of what the co-video party is.
1: Yes, so the co-video party is a hashtag. I started... Uh, just when lockdown was happening because I couldn't go to the cinema anymore. And I said, if anyone wants to watch a film at the same time on Netflix, and then we'll tweet along with it. Um, and we've been doing it every day at nine o'clock since then, apart from half nine one day when Bradker was making a speech. We had to <laughs> we had to let the government talk then, but otherwise it's been constantly going. So it's been great crap
0: And you've been trending all over the place like several nights a week, co-video party I see up there.
1: Ah, yeah, sure. People have got f all else to do, do you know? It's great. it's great. It's like I treated like uh, like the Late Late Toy Show every night, except you got Pierce Brosnan instead of an eight-year-old from Roscommon. So it's mm. been good to kind of like tweet along with it and it's fun.
0: Fantastic. Um, Joanne, you're also working in this lockdown, but you, you're using working in inverted commas. Yeah, like
1: I am and I am. and
2: Like I'm not one of these people, like I don't thrive in this situation. Like I'm not going to become some sort of souvant in the global pandemic. Like, I need to leave the house to like think of things. And so uh, every day I sit at my desk and I'm like, I was actually talking to a friend of mine this morning. I was like, I'm actually not going to put pressure on myself anymore. I don't need to write a novel. I don't need to write a film. Like I am filming stuff in my room at the moment. I have three little mini episodes commissioned by Comedy Central just for their online channels or whatever. So I've been filming them, which is hell because I have to direct myself, film myself. Um, I'm not editing it myself, but like, I have to watch videos back of myself, which is like torture. I hate it. I've been throwing tantrums all day, fired myself a couple of times. Uh, awful. Just hate it. Um, that's what I've been doing. And then I had a publisher on about writing a book, so I'm chatting to them about that. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't, I think it was so insane that the the Chinese word of for a crisis also has um, opportunity in it. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm writing mantras on my mirror, and then I just <laughs> mostly sitting around drinking to be honest, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not like I don't. I'm not the person who's going to turn my kitchen into a gym. I'm not the person who's going to do the 5k. Like I've been nominated for it about nine times. I'm like, you're wasting your time. I just I'm just taking it. I'm just doing it. I'm relaxing into it now.
0: Alison, would you agree with that kind of philosophy that Joanna is adopting?
1: yeah yeah it's uh it's very hard to do it, and it's very hard to have any joy in life when there was a massive pandemic going along so all I could do was like watch films it's strange I keep telling myself uh that I'm I'm gonna write this script or I'm gonna finish this thing off and I can't even like uh I did try to do the Deepak Chopra 21 days of meditation thing and I got to day four and uh I've just been kind of I, it's done worse for my psyche taking on those 21 days of uh of uh of uh meditating so I've just been meditating that I'm shy at meditating now for the past 20 days I'd say so yeah. yeah I
2: can't meditate either I can't I can't I've never been able to do it but like the other day it's because do you know when you, you when your um choice is taken away from you so the yeah. other day it was like half four in the afternoon I was in a bathrobe um on my bed drinking a glass of red wine and I was like oh my god I'm in a psychological prison and I was like, I'm actually in a spa resort. If you actually, like, I would pay hundreds and hundreds to do this in Monarch. Hundreds. And I'm now getting to do it every day. And because it's not my choice, I'm having a tantrum about it. So I was like, Joanne, you want to grow up? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's grand. Just relax. I would love to be in Ireland, actually, to be honest. I would love to be at home.
1: Definitely. Especially yeah. with the way that, like, I feel like I'm living in a, a mix between love, actually, and uh, the day after tomorrow. Like, all they're doing is going, look at this lovely child with hair. And there's thousands of people dying. And they're like, look at this love child. And it just drives me insane. I just, I would rather have the robotic Varadkar like just reaching out a sheet to me than having that feck in Egypt. That I don't know how he managed to impregnate that many, many women. And I'm talking about Boris Johnson, not Varadkar. <laughs> but like, I, yeah, I just, I just kind of hate being here. I'm just not up for this crack at all. This I love is it. Not usually, what I signed up for. Yeah, I, I know. Me too. I
2: love it. Usually, it's just I've hit a wall now where I'm like, I want to be with. I want to be in Dublin. I just I, I'm craving it. I'm physically craving it. I'm also having a physical craving for like West Cork. Like I want the
1: city. The murder podcast or the
2: location. The location. <laughs> I want. I want the familiarity of it. Like I want to be at home. Like yeah. I don't know. I ha- I can actually. Phys- I'm physically craving like. West Cork, Kinsale. I just want to be in Kinsale.
0: I get that. I have that for the West of Ireland, like for we often go to La Hinch and we're supposed to be going in July and I don't think we're going to get there. And I just, the sea, the Atlantic Ocean, I know exactly what you mean. Just that feeling yeah. of space and being out somewhere expansive, you know.
2: Yeah, that's what it is, space. I just want like a load of books in the middle. But again, if I was, if that's basically what lockdown is. So for some people, and I'm like, oh my God, you're living the dream. And I'm basically just doing that in London. Like, I'm just, I'm kind of over it now, you know just
0: over. yeah well listen we wanted to talk about housemates because we've talked about different living scenarios like people on their own pe- older people you know there's all these different ways people are living how is it for you uh joanne with your housemates because you came on and told us before about you've got three women i think in their 30s and one of them's a sex psychologist yeah yeah so
2: we there's actually there's Five of us usually, but Joy, she legged it back to Wales the second this kicked off. Um, So now her room has been raided and her food cupboards have been raided. She has nothing left. Um, So we've taken her lamps, her bookshelves. We're using her room as a dry cleaners. I hope she doesn't listen to this. So there's four of us left. Um, One of them actually started going out with a guy just before this kicked off. So she's kind of, Skype calling him a good bit. And then me and the two other girls are single and we're fine. Like we're we're kind of rubbing along. Like I mean, no one ever planned to spend this much time together. Like that's the truth of it. But we're actually fine. There's been no major dramas. and um, there's been some passive aggressive moments, but we get on, we like having a glass of wine in the evening, we're doing barbecues, um, we're kind of respecting each other's space. Uh, one of the girls had Corona, we're pretty sure a couple of them have had it actually. Um I reckon I definitely have like I think everyone's saying that they're like I sneezed two years ago I think I had the coronavirus like everyone's saying the same thing so I don't know who knows I think I did though.
0: now listen tell me about dating because we spoke to you before about the old tinder and all the different apps so is that still like tell me is that still going on in some form
2: apparently it is like so my my housemate was saying that um cases of STDs STIs I don't know which they are STDs, STIs are up in in the UK at the moment because people are meeting meeting up on Tinder dates in cars and they're like having sex in cars. She said syphilis is on the rise. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I want the information, but I don't want the information. Do you know that way? Yeah. Um, but she says everyone's at it. and like, but there's also on the apps now. There's an option to Zoom call someone, and someone was asking me to Zoom call him the other day, and I was like, absolutely not. Like, come on. What's the point? I've no interest in it at the moment. I'll reignite all that when this is over and you can actually meet someone face to face. I don't want to Zoom call someone. What's he going to do? Pat my hair through the letterbox? I'm not into it.
0: Just on the STIs, apparently uh, condom sales are down, so that might have something to do with it. Because people are having less sex, but maybe they're having more unprotected sex, maybe. I don't
2: know. I don't know. If it's, London is
1: rampant.
0: They're all at it. Like, Alison, have you anything to report? You're all loved up there in your lockdown land.
1: Yeah, um, so my, my boyfriend uh, has got uh COVID now for the past few weeks, and he's in self-isolation, so I feel like I'm practically single, to be honest with you. I don't know, I haven't heard of any kind of STDs or anyone riding in cars, to be honest with you. I'm kind of curious about that, like, where did, are they catching the syphilis from the car itself, or like, is this the difference now? It's like, you know. Apparently, um, apparently,
2: it's, apparently it's on the rise. Apparently syphilis is bigger now than that. Now don't quote me. Like I kind of I listen on a surface level. I don't inject facts or proper information, but I'm just throwing it out there. Syphilis. No, even. no,
1: I'm like that too. Like literally any any bit of like information I get off someone in a pub, I treat as gospel. I don't know, like what we I think this whole pandemic thing where we, we get loads of misinformation. But I can inform you like it's been it's been kind of tough. Um it's been tough because I, I live in a flat and I can kind of see people. And I feel like such a granny because I definitely look at people and I'm like, you're not socially distancing. Like I was in a a corner shop and there was this couple and I could tell they were in their first few months of a relationship because it seemed like they still liked each other. And they were just like walking around, like touching apples, going, what's this apple? I felt like I was in like four weddings and a funeral and I was just being a grumpy bitch, like absolutely giving them daggers behind my face mask like if you ever had to try and signify that you hate someone using only your eyes it is so hard it takes a lot of energy but I hate couples and shops that needs to end because it's like number one dangerous and also like I don't want to be seeing that like touching apples and cheese you know like it was your one you're one and she was like ah, you'd swear she was in Amelie and she'd never seen an apple before do you know oh John look at this apple yeah. I'm sorry I was gonna swear and then I stopped myself and I was like I'm on a podcast will you fuck off like you know
2: that's love I miss it it's great everything Uh is like you just see rainbows it's wonderful I was actually saying to a friend of mine now is now is the time like sometimes I really enjoy my own time and being single and all that jazz but now is the time you're like ah I wish I'd put the work in and I'd someone to kind of isolate with and then I was yeah. saying it to my friend who's married. And I was like, she was like, why? And I was like, I just, you know, you'd be spooning in the evenings." And she was like, if my husband tried to spoon me, I'd start on him, Joan. She goes, no ah. one's spooning. No one's spooning. And I was like, yeah, I've just got this idealized <laughs> idea of what it would be that we'd just be like a Richard Curtis movie. We'd be so in love and probably, we'd probably be killing each other at this stage.
1: But there's so many people that have to make the decision. And like, it's been happening for the past few months of the of like, will I get a mediocre ride and Corona, or will I stay in and be safe? Because no one, no one is worth. No dick is worth catching Corona for. I'm sorry, like no. You know what I mean? Idris Elba, I'd catch Corona for him. You have? yeah? You know, the man like, from Luther, he
2: has it, and I'd I'd catch it off him. I'd take the hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, oh,
2: is it a vaccine? What is <laughs> oh, <it?" your> man.
1: <laughs>
0: Is there anyone else who has it that you wouldn't
2: mind catching it off? Or is he the only one? Oh, God, there's loads of them. I need to get out. I need to get into, like, I need to start moving in showbiz circles if I can. Uh, I want a famous boyfriend. That's what I want. To crack the UK. That's what I'll do. Ride someone else's coattails. Idris. He's got a girlfriend, though, I think. Very few single men. But I'll tell you this much, Roisin. I'll tell you this much. I was thinking in my head. I was like, so most men my age now are married or whatever. But I was like, this is going to... Me and my single friends are waiting for, like, that second wind of, like, when men our age start getting divorced. And I'm pretty sure this is it. I'm
1: pretty sure once all this
2: is over. Oh,
0: yes. Every corona cloud.
2: Yeah, there'll be a lot more fish back to the sea. A lot more fish. Nice. Yeah.
1: There'll be, like, fairground fish that have been in a small space for, like, too much time and now have been irreparably damaged.
2: (laughs) I, but like I'm emotionally damaged. That's fine. I'll take a fairground fish <laughs> with baggage. They'll be fish with little suitcases. They'll have so much baggage, but I don't care. Yeah,
1: they'll have their own baggage. Don't the colour little plastic bag? Yeah, you mean be... <laughs> oh, yeah. Fish with their little suitcases in the
0: sea. Oh, I'm loving it. Green and Blacks organic chocolate, a selection of ethically sourced flavours combined with a rich cocoa intensity. Allison having to be separated within the same space as your boyfriend because he's sick and by the way how is he yeah. now is he is he nearly better or what way
1: no this thing it's like uh he's been he's just been constantly the same for weeks so his temperature hasn't gone down but he hasn't got worse do you know what i mean so it's yeah. kind of um it's annoying it's more so it's an, i'm not afraid i'm just fierce annoyed and because he spent so long not giving it to me then it's like and i'm like sure look would you be arse now we might as well just like you know, be, be in the same room and hug. And he's like, no, no, if I've gone this far now. I." So it's annoying. But um, I feel like he's my prisoner. I feel like I'm in the film Misery and I'm just giving him some... Because I, I just knock on his door and I'm like, here, do you want some... You know, and I give him dinner and I, you know, it's just, yes. Yeah, so I feel like I'm a prisoner rather than a boyfriend. And uh, are, you sh-
2: are you sure you haven't had it though? Like, are you sure you're just not like asymptomatic as they say? you see that's
1: it I'm, I'm like it's so hard for both people like and this goes for us right when we're chatting it's so hard because like uh, in my heart I'm like ah sure look it's I think I'm grand do you know but I can't guarantee I'm grand and I yeah. think he's got this weird kind of like almost like you know fatalistic approach of like I don't know so it's kind of like I I probably have I definitely probably haven't had it but <laughs> do you know we're all the time. Yeah. It's hard to convince someone. It's hard to, it's hard to kind of like, uh, it's hard to prove something when you're not a doctor. Yeah. You
2: know? you're like, but I feel grand.
1: I'm sure yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is, uh, it's very like, uh, I wonder everything I get now, I'm like, Oh, I hope not that I hope it's Corona, But jeez, uh, <laughs> that's a bit, but I mean, everything I get now, I'm like, Oh, that might be a touch of it there. You know? Yeah. And I I keep so we both keep texting each other like what, whatever ailments we have like tiny or otherwise. So it's uh yeah, it's been a bad.
0: So we do, you don't know when you'll be able to sort of coexist again, no. Um
1: I suppose like when his temperature goes down to whatever the healthy temperature is for like 3 days, I think that's when he's going to come out.
2: God <laughs> love him. 2 weeks is a long time <laughs> to be on your own in a room like it's that is.
1: Yeah. Tough. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it's mad especially because I'm such great crack as well so he's like he's out. missing out <laughs> is he doing the co-video party in there he is he is so that's how we kind of keep in touch and so, I mean although we, we like messaging to other as well but he's been very good he watches the the co-video parties so it's been fun so the co-video parties for me has been I have like two other flatmates and one of them I get on with and she's Irish and she's lovely and uh so we, I have chats with her and it's grand. We wanted to go mini golfing because there's a mini golf uh, place in our estate and I got some two golf clubs uh, off the internet, but it's been closed off due to the pandemic. Oh, so, of course. I know, I, you, you'd think not the mini golf. Like no, that the, would be the first to go. Would, yeah,
0: you think that'd yeah. be the last thing to
1: go. And I The know. first to
0: reopen, in fact.
1: Well, people that play mini golf obviously can't have manners with social distancing. They're all just uh, touching each other. But this not getting on with a housemate, that must be tricky at this time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, I don't get on with one of them. um, And that came up because of the pandemic and their attitude towards it. So it's been annoying in that way because I got on well with the person before. So now, but it's great because they're English. So they've kind of like been very passive aggressive. So it's not really affected my life so much. We just avoid each other. Which yeah. is so easy to do. I didn't mm. think it was, uh, but in such a small space, we're like uh, we're like t- two um, minus magnets that just keep away from each other. I think I've seen them once in about a month. And wow! Uh, yeah. What about yeah. sharing a bathroom? Do you share a bathroom now? Yeah, we do, but we don't look at each other while we're in the bathroom. Do you know, we go in at separate times, so it's been handy. <laughs> it's, it's not nice
2: though it's not not it's not it's not nice having bad energy in a house like I've been in situations like that before and you're like oh it's just it's a it's a pain in the ass like we're old enough now like so it's like in this house if there's an issue in the house and there's a bit of passive aggressiveness going on I'm old enough now that I'm like I'm not gonna in- engage I'm not gonna indulge it and like I do it as well and I'm like just park it it'll sort itself out it's fine we don't all have to be best friends all the time whereas when you're younger yeah. it affects you in a different way because you're more dramatic where like people not liking you affects you more and all that stuff but still even at this stage it's not nice to have bad energy in a house it's just
1: yeah um look we got bad energy and we got covid we're fighting the two things yeah. you know
2: <laughs> and you're still laughing I, Alice. you'll make peace i bet you'll make peace once this is over once this is everything just feels so big at the moment like
1: yeah 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 hopefully like i don't know like uh it would definitely make people. I mean, I'm not mad. Like it's it's mad. Like maybe about like two or three weeks ago, that like it was just all encompassing. My my anger and stuff. And it also it's very good to focus on something that you can't control. Like because with this pandemic, there's have no control over anything. Mm. And you can just focus on being mad at your housemate instead of like everybody dying. So, you know? it's Yeah, easier.
0: it's really true.
1: It's really true. Anything I- to take you away from the death toll has been. Like And it must like going
0: back to you looking over Ireland and wishing you were here. I mean, the death toll over there being so bad and them having handled it in such a weird way at the beginning. That must be awful to be part of.
2: But it's kind, I feel kind of slightly removed from it. I'm Irish, so I'm like, yeah, it, it sounds awful. But I'm more concerned about what's going on in Ireland because my family's in Ireland and um, my mother's in Ireland, you know, all that. So over here, you're just kind of watching it like a, almost like you're inside but you're an outsider watching from the inside plus the way they're reporting on it it doesn't feel there's no hysteria it's not like do you remember all the stuff coming out of italy and it was terrifying it felt apocalyptic mm. it doesn't feel like that here sure it doesn't have a like i only know that we're doing are they're doing such a terrible job because friends and family all everyone in ireland loves sending me information about what a cock up the uk have made <laughs>
1: yeah yeah. do you know what I
2: mean they're like they love us they're like Jesus they've really oh God they've absolutely effed up and I'm like yeah I know whatever like I know I get us
1: like Julie Jay comedians made like the best joke about it on Twitter she said like that the 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 COVID crisis is a lot like Eurovision. as long as Ireland is doing better than England you don't care
0: yeah exactly that's what it was reminding me of when you were talking like some kind of football match or something you know yeah
1: yeah Yeah, it's and it's like it's um when I moved from Ireland it's not like I stopped following people on Twitter and I stopped taking my uh, media intake from Ireland I I do feel like uh all the news I get is Irish and Joanne's right it is everyone I care about is in Ireland and um the the people that live in Britain here I've been chat that I love, I've been chatting to are are, are so there's nothing more I don't need to kind of know how bad a job they're doing. I kind of got yeah, I get it off my Irish family, they'll tell me. So yeah, like <laughs> Joanna's totally right. Oh, they'll <laughs> tell you. They'll
2: tell you. Yeah, oh
1: they will. And they're <laughs> like, How are you getting on over there? Are you are you happy now? Everyone's dying over there and you thought you could get on TV, huh? We have TV over here. Oh, we have a lot of people dying. Bet you're sorry now. Well, Archie take you back now, huh? <laughs> That's a big thing. Brilliant. Um,
0: so, listen, I'm looking at your lovely plants there, Alison, on Zoom. And I heard uh, a rumour, um, Joanne, that you tried your hand at a bit of gardening. Is that true? I went
2: out. So, in the house, the girls are wait, like, I am not. I'm like a wild boar. Like, I... I've, i haven't been i've never i was never house trained so they're all so domesticated so like one of them was like look i'll cook the dinners now all these plans have completely gone out the window now everyone it's back to every woman for themselves but when hmm. it all started and everyone was like you know kind of leaning into each other in a fuzzy way of like what can we do for the community and um, one of them was like i can cook you know she's an amazing chef the other one was like i can bake dessert you know she's really good at that The other one was like, I make amazing cocktails. And everyone was kind of looking at me. And I was like, what will I do? And they're like, you can do the garden. As in, basically going, don't touch anything in the house. Go out and fanny around in the garden there. So do you know what? I did. I took them up on it. Got one of these massive clippers. A woman dropped in a letter. It's actually here, um, which is the most middle-class English letter I've ever received. An
1: eviction notice.
2: The synopsis is that she basically told us the education um level of all her children and her children are called atticus ezra no
0: hang on a second say them again
2: atticus atticus ezra benjamin ophelia raphael this is a joke electra electra did i say electra how many kids does she have atticus benedict is the father Um, ophelia ezra atticus electra and her oldest boy raphael has moved to the u.s to study law now, why she needs to tell me that on a letter going, if you're an elderly person, I'll do your shopping. I've no idea. Anyway, we hit her up and got a lot of gardening equipment offer, her and I went out and butchered the garden. Full of bamboo, there's nothing there now. So I lied with myself. Only problem is the bin men don't take leaves. So now the back garden, I've just destroyed the back garden because there's like 28 bags of black bamboo.
0: Tell me you didn't get rid of all the bamboo, John. I did, Yeah, It was Wasn't like the cement. the in a garden. No,
2: no, it was blocking the sun. It was blocking the sun. I didn't even know we had a garden. I just wandered out, got the got the gardening shares and went at it. Very therapeutic. Very therapeutic. Joanne,
0: I'm afraid I'm going to have to return to this letter because this is amazing. So it's, it's essentially a volunteering letter trying to be good. But within the letter, this person has basically boasted about themselves at length.
2: I mean, yes, it's very odd. It's not something... I just don't think you'd get it at home. They've given the schools that their children go to. Um, I think what they're trying to do is go... Look, you can trust us. It's very middle class. They're going. You can trust us. We've got an education. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we're not going to ransack your gas. But it was the names more than anything. I was like, oh my the god. Names. I know. And then are, when they are gave, they very
0: boho? Have you seen them around?
2: Well, I didn't meet them, but when I gave the gardening equipment, they all turned up to the door except for Raphael, obviously because he's in the US. They all turned up. Yeah.
1: That's I, never, I, I never. I never trust
2: things. families like that. I never trust families like that. Yeah, they turned up. Well, they left the equipment at the door, rang the bell, and then stood at the end of the driveway, and we took it in.
0: That reminds me of the time when Mormons called to my house. This is when I was a teenager. They were very good-looking. Do you remember the American Mormons used to come over, and they'd call to the door, and they'd say, can we do anything for you, ma'am? And I had a piano that needed moving all the way down Strand Road, so I made them move a piano. It was amazing. Like, they didn't know what hit them, but they couldn't say no, because they were like, we'll do anything. And they moved a piano for me.
2: We live near a prison. And one of the girls was saying, now it hasn't happened yet, but when they let them out of prison, they, do, they go up and down the road knocking, asking for money. Not, not offering to do anything, just going, look, I've just been let out of prison. Like, will you give us a couple of bob or whatever? And she said she opened the door once and there were six of them just out, standing on the door with their hands out going, can we have some money? And I was like, that did not happen. She's like, it does. Wait. And she said, it'll happen now after the pandemic.
0: She's like, it happens all the time. Wow, they're not even offering to do work. That went off an amazing uh, little segways there. I love it. Um, Alison, back to your plants because they're looking very nice. You're obviously sort of attending some things that are growing there.
1: Yeah, I um um my boyfriend normally looks after the plants, so I've had to like uh, really make sure that they don't die. Um, one of the plants has been dying, and I used in a costume, so it's been grand. That was what. Yeah, there was a. I was dressed up as uh, a fellow from Jumanji. so I got a lot of these leaves, and I made a, I made a top out of them. I've been a, uh, I, I, have been I I've been going mad, Joanne, and <laughs> I have too much. Yeah, I've been going mad, Alison. I know. I bought wigs. I bought wigs so I could like WhatsApp my family and tell them that I've dyed my hair. And uh, I know, I know, I'm a prankster, Joanne, and uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> My sister spotted it straight away and she's like, nice wig. So I spent money on a prank that didn't work.
2: There's a lot of wig action going around. I saw Des Bishop was throwing on wigs as well. No like, way. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's over he's over in the Hamptons losing his mind on his own. Oh so my gosh. You've oh. so much time in your own head. You've so much time in your own head. That's that's actually what, what I think people are struggling with is all the thinking. It's just too much. I think
1: so. There's been too much wig buying. It's a pandemic of wig, wig buying.
2: Yeah. But like you start, you start to process all these things that like you probably weren't processing before. Like just your own issues. Like, whereas yeah. before I just worked all the time. I just worked. I'd like be, I'd be writing during the day. I'd be digging at night. I'd be traveling. You didn't have to process anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't
0: and have now to now listen you're to like,
2: yourself. Exactly. You don't have to yeah. deal with anything. And we're sick
0: looking at ourselves as well on all these bloody Zoom calls. I know. Quizzes quizzes i haven't done a quiz yet i'm a bit jealous i seem to be left out of the quiz thing what's the story with the quizzes they're a great
2: idea until you've got nine a week and then you're like i ah, here, good luck i've lost every single one which is i it, suddenly i didn't realize i'm so stupid <laughs> i've no general knowledge at all at all
0: so we're getting a sort of gradual lifting of the lockdown here um is that happening over there or what's what's the plan
2: yeah, I think people are, like, no more than at home, I think people can only stay in crisis mode for so long. It's just, it's not a natural human state. So people will start bending, like, people are bending the rails already. But I think because Boris had it, he's more respectful of its powers. So I think if he hadn't had it, he probably would have lifted the lockdown before this. But I think he's actually quite nervous about it because he's seen how serious it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're getting an exit plan as well. I know you guys already have one. We're getting mm-hmm. one to Soon. Next week, this week, something,
0: yeah. And in the meantime, Alison, what co videos have you got uh, planned? And you, you ask people what videos they want to watch, isn't that right? You do, yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, so I do a poll of four uh, tonight. We're watching the social network, I think, which it's uh, oh, disappointing because it was the my least favorite of the four films that I put forward. Mm-hmm. So, but we got like a load of Back to the Futures, which I'm excited about, and we'll be watching at some time. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been good fun. Like yesterday was Goodfellas. And uh, wow. I dressed up as Martin Scorsese's mom. So very good. Alison. Yeah, it's been good fun. And I do, I do fake mass every Sunday. Tell us about the fake mass,
0: because that's really popular, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just every Sunday at 11am, I get people to do uh, uh, their versions of uh, hymns. So we've had like heavy metal versions of Here I Am Lord. And we have a Teo communion that we give out So. It's been good. Like, I mean, I just put the crisp up to the camera and tell people to open up their mouth or uh, put their hand out. So it's been a, a really kind of a, a hygienic way of getting your Eucharist. Uh, so, which that's is... Uh, yeah. And it's
0: great if you're gluten intolerant, you can still get it. Like, that's really good.
1: Absolutely. I got palm bears. They're they're the amazing uh, Swiss Army knife of snacks. They are gluten-free, uh, vegetarian-friendly, everything. <laughs> palm bears are amazing. Uh, not much Christ in them though So it's kind of hard
0: to do. I've been eating a lot of Peppa Pig's Because they're on a special offer in uh, Marks and Spencers All the Easter ones, they're getting rid of them Like for a third of the price It's very hard not to buy a few bags every time. They're
2: addictive know. those jokes Do you know that she's like a multi-millionaire You're one of those people the yeah. What, there's the voiceover? Yeah Oh brilliant But like I've been in friends' houses And like they turn it on And children are literally hypnotised Hypnotised yeah, she's a multimillionaire. That's, like, what we look, That's what we need, Alison. VO work.
1: I know. It's like Love Island for ch- children, isn't it? Yeah. It's just something they're addicted to. We do. What, what VO work would you, you You can come up with a character now, like a kid's character.
2: I, me? I'd I'd be the voice of the dart, I'd say, if the dart had a voice.
0: I'd say, do you know what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, you should do sort of an animation series called Damaged Fish, and you could be the voice of the Damaged Fish. That
2: would be great. That's so grim. Just like drowning in man. I have to think of something. I'm actually lucky. I have VO equipment in the house because the chances are we might be back on stage for like, who knows when we'll be back on stage. I have no idea. My tour is going to be no scheduled to September, but I, I don't know if that's really going to happen, to be honest. So I'm going to have to think of something.
1: Yeah, it's hard to promote something when you kind of are not sure whether it's going to happen or not. And even like, even when you're legally allowed to do it, I mean, do you want to tell someone, come out, you might be grand, you know, that kind of thing. It's you ah, yeah. need I'd do
2: that, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> would you? <laughs> ah, yeah. i would be like, I'll be on stage. You can take your chances in the crowds. I'll be grand. <laughs> my latex gloves and my mask. <laughs> I'll be like, fine. No, really if cool I could working. work, if I can work, I'll work. Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Okay. So basically Alison and Joanne available for work. Um if anyone's listening and they've got some VO work and all that kind of thing.
2: Everything. We're available for everything, aren't we, Alison? Absolutely, we'll beyond the game soon in camden <laughs> Anything?
1: Yeah, like what? Socially distancing game? Like,
2: yeah.
1: What, are we just gonna tell people to jerk themselves off? Is that... Yeah, well, we watch <laughs> through a letterbox.
0: <laughs> this is just a whole new avenue. I'm so glad we went down here. Um, <laughs> highbrow, highbrow,
2: highbrow stuff.
0: Yeah, I think it's just it's the fact that we're all going a bit mad. I think it's very clear. And we're not alone. I think everyone listening is going a bit mad as well. So we're all in this together, as they keep saying. And it's been lovely to talk to you, Alison and Joanne. And maybe we'll come back to you towards the end of it. And stay safe. Mind yourselves. Mind your housemates, even the ones you don't like. I know. (laughs) Keep doing your gardening. Thanks for having us. And that's it for today. Thanks to my guests, Alison Spittle and Joanne McNally. Do send us in your voice memos. We want you to be with us on Saturday night as we celebrate 400 with Amy Huberman. Remember, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Acast and all good podcast apps. And if you want to get in touch, we're on Twitter and Facebook at ITWomensPodcast. Or email us on the at IrishTimes.com. The podcast is produced by me, Roisin Ingle, and by Suzanne Brennan with JJ Vernon on sound. Until next time, thanks very much for listening.
2: Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?